0: This media network's. This is America's first news.
1: This morning, with your host Gordon Deal, McCarthy ousted. Good morning. I'm Gordon Deal, along with Jennifer Koshenka on this Wednesday, October 4th. Glad you could be with us. Here's what we have for you this hour.
2: With eight Republicans joining all Democrats, Kevin McCarthy was voted out. as Speaker of the House will explain next steps.
1: Five people have been shot and wounded during homecoming festivities at Morgan State University in Baltimore. A
2: reminder that an emergency alert will go off on your cell phone at 2.20 p.m. Eastern Time today. It's a system test that will last about a minute.
1: And how Congressman Matt Gates made it personal against Kevin McCarthy.
3: Deep down, I do think this is personal. It was personal for Gates in January, where he dragged this out. They, they cut a deal with the hard right, with the Freedom Caucus. They got almost everything they wanted. And McCarthy has kept certainly most of those promises, if not every single one of them. But when you're Speaker, you you know you, you cannot you cannot be uh, the Speaker of the House and also be in a position where one individual member can, can bring up a motion to vacate.
1: Republican consultant Matt McCoviac on how the motion to vacate was born from a House Ethics Committee investigation into Mr. Gates. Kevin McCarthy has been removed as Speaker of the House in an unprecedented action. Conservative hardliner Matt Gates of Florida led the effort known as a motion to vacate. Eight Republicans joined all Democrats in a vote of 216 to 210. Mr. McCarthy says he will not seek the leadership post again. North Carolina's Patrick McHenry, his interim speaker, the move to oust Mr. McCarthy had the support of a handful of hard-right lawmakers, including Mr. Gates, who are angry he worked with Democrats to avert a government shutdown.
0: Kevin McCarthy has made multiple contradictory promises, and when they all came due, he lost, he lost votes of people who maybe don't even ideologically agree with me on everything.
1: Reaction from Mr. McCarthy.
0: I do not regret negotiating. Our government
3: is designed to find compromise. I don't regret my efforts to build coalitions and find solutions. I was raised to solve problems, not create them.
1: The House is now adjourned until next Tuesday when there will be a candidate forum, then a likely vote on a new speaker next Wednesday. It's unclear who the next speaker nominee will be, although House Majority Leader Steve Scalise of Louisiana is seen as a top contender. More about the politics of Mr. McCarthy's ouster and what could happen to Republicans who voted against him from GOP consultant Matt Makoviak, president of Potomac Strategy Group. Matt, now what?
3: Well, this is now a very uncertain situation. Um, If you remember, it took 15 rounds for McCarthy to get to 218 in January. Um, and as tough as that was, uh, there was really no one else at that time that could have gotten to 218. Uh, he has said just, uh, just a, I guess an hour or so after the vote or so that, that he's not going to run again for speaker. So it does now mean that someone else has to be the speaker, uh, which does it's, which is a different uh, circumstance than they were in in January. So look, the House can't conduct any business till they have a speaker, um, and it looks like uh, the interim speaker who's there really more in a procedural kind of temporary. Way uh, is going to have a candidate forum next Tuesday and vote next Wednesday. So we're going to have basically no legislative activity this week, and um, uh, presumably they'll begin voting rounds for speaker next Wednesday. My guess is you'll have a speaker by the end of next week.
1: Do you think that the effort here by Florida Congressman Matt Gates was personal over this? House Ethics Committee investigation into sexual misconduct and misuse of funds, and uh, Mr. McCarthy didn't block that.
3: I do uh, deep down, yes, um, because Gates' reasons really made almost no sense. Um, you know, McCarthy's opened up the House more than any Republican Speaker in my lifetime, allowing an open rule, open amendments on the floor, putting a uh, blocking number of members uh, of the hard-right Freedom Caucus on the Rules Committee, which which decides. The final language of bills and, and amendments. Um, there's so many things. Now, Gates, I guess, was frustrated that the House passed uh, a CR to keep the government over 45 more days. That did did, did that, that had a you know significant number of Republicans vote against it. Um, but Gates had also said he was not going to support any CR under any circumstances. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand what's so bad about 45 more days to give the House more time to pass individual appropriations bills. They passed three so far. They were going to pass two this week and two next week. I think there's 12 total. So McCarthy was trying to give House Republicans time uh, to, to make their policy preferences on spending um, you know, more uh, – to, to give themselves more leverage. Um, you know, you can either pass a CR, a, a continuing resolution, or you can pass individual appropriations bills. Um, right now, the Senate's passed none. Now they do have to originate in the House. So now that there's three they can start. But but anyways, the point is, I, you know, Gates's reasons are really kind of uh, ridiculous and, and not really justified.
1: We're speaking. Yeah, we're speaking with Matt Mikowiak, GOP consultants, host of a podcast called Mac on Politics, talking about the ouster of Kevin McCarthy, as speaker of the House. So these eight Republicans who voted against Mr. McCarthy, what should happen to them?
3: Yeah. Um, you know, They've all got their own reasons. I think there was one of them that's a little bit more moderate, a, a Republican named Nancy Mace, who's frustrated that there haven't been a, uh, abortion-related votes in the House. The rest of them have their own calculus. Some of them are mad at him personally. Some of them don't think he's conservative enough. Some of them are running for other offices, like Matt Rosendale of Montana is running for U.S. Senate. Look, I, you know, I, I, I think they have to be punished. I really believe that. Um, you, know, you, you simply cannot be part of a conference uh, a Republican conference, and then go against your leadership in this way, in a way that only emboldens and strengthens Democrats, and makes the House now chaotic and, and in a position where it cannot operate whatsoever. Um, so, you know, I don't think they're, you know, I think there's a limit to probably what can be done. Uh, you have to, you know, you only have a four seat majority in the House right now to begin with, and there are eight people that voted against McCarthy who are Republicans. But, you know, you could see them stripped of committees. Uh, you could see them perhaps kicked out of the caucus itself. Um, these are the kind of things I think that will get discussed, but not until they have a new speaker.
1: Given the circumstances here, that narrow House majority, the Senate essentially in control of the Senate, and obviously a Democratic president, what's to stop another speaker removal effort when, when yeah. things are voted on?
3: Under the current rules package, nothing. Uh, that, to me, I think is, is the biggest question going forward. And I, I'm actually less interested in who the new speaker is than I am in whether the rules package is going to change. Because keep in mind, McCarthy cut this deal in January uh, after 15 rounds so that he could get to the 218 he needed to get to. The next speaker, um, presumably, uh, is not going to have the same view and certainly is not going to want to allow an individual member to be able to offer a motion to vacate. In the past, that's been a majority of the majority rule. Um, and I think Pelosi, I think, I forget what her threshold was, but it was something like 50 or a hundred members had to sign on to do a motion to vacate, which is why that never happened.
1: All right. Explain, uh, finish up if you would explain how Republicans broadly, maybe in the house feel about Mr. Gates.
3: Oh boy. Um, y- you know, I-, I, almost think there's been maybe no member of the house in my lifetime. I'm forty. Three years old that, uh, you know, that within the Republican Party will be viewed with greater contempt. I think there's a decent chance he'll be expelled from Congress when this is over. And Newt Gingrich, the former Speaker of the House, certainly no moderate squish has called for him to be expelled. So I, there are going to be significant consequences for him. Of course, he's, he's running; he's planning to run for governor of Florida in 2026 when DeSantis is term limited. Uh, so you know, he's got his own kind of political future in mind and, and whatever he's trying to achieve. Um, but, no, he's held in very low esteem. This is someone who has no, legisl- no, no, no record of legislative success, almost no relationships whatsoever. All he cares about is getting on cable and raising money. Uh, and I guess to that extent, again, if, if your goal is not to pass legislation but to get on Fox News and Newsmax and to raise money for your own future, if that's the only way you, you measure success, then I guess you have to say Matt Gates was successful with this effort. But, you know, that, that backwards incentive structure is a big, big part of why house is the mess that it is right now.
1: Thanks, Matt. Matt Makoviak, president of Potomac Strategy Group and host of a podcast called Mac on Politics. Now your ideas don't have to wait. Now they have everything they need to come to life. Dell Technologies and Intel are creating technology that loves ideas, loves expanding your business, evolving your passions. We push what technology can do so great ideas can happen right now. Find out how to bring your ideas to life at dell.com slash welcome to now. That's dell.com slash welcome to now. Thanks for spending time with us. Homecoming festivities have turned violent at a college in Maryland. Five people, including four students, were shot and wounded on the Morgan State University campus in northeast Baltimore last night during annual homecoming events. Police have yet to find the gunman. There was an hours-long shelter-in-place order. Classes have been canceled for today. Richard Worley, the city's police commissioner, says one woman and four men ages 18 to 22 are being treated for gunshot wounds that were not life-threatening.
3: Yesterday, approximately 9.25 p.m., Morgan State University police were on patrol. They heard discharging, responded to the scene located uh, multiple victims within seconds. Our minutes, our BPD fire and police resources were on scene helping the Morgan State University police.
1: The shooting happened shortly after an annual homecoming ritual to crown Mr. and Miss Morgan State in the lead-up to the football game on Saturday. 20 minutes after the hour on This Morning, here's Jennifer Koshenka. And now, the three big things you need to know. Number one.
2: The House has removed Kevin McCarthy as Speaker after a small band of GOP dissidents moved to oust the Republican leader and Democrats didn't come to his rescue to during a dramatic vote with no precedent in U.S. history, the California Republican was dethroned after nine months of fighting with hardline party conservatives and just days after he engineered legislation to avert a government shutdown with the help of Democrats, which drew sharp criticism from the GOP dissidents led by Matt Gaetz of Florida.
0: As it turns out, getting 200 Republicans to trust you isn't enough to stay speaker.
2: The defeat set off a scramble among Republicans to find their next party leader after McCarthy said he would not seek to win the gavel back.
0: Number two. The
2: New York judge presiding over Donald Trump's civil fraud trial scolded the former president for posting a baseless rumor about the judge's law clerk. And imposed a gag order that forbids the parties from making public comments about his staff. State Supreme Court Justice Arthur Engeron reprimanded Trump for posting an item on True Social, since deleted, that linked the clerk to Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer.
1: Number three. Hunter
2: Biden pleaded not guilty Tuesday to felony gun charges in the same federal courthouse in Delaware where two months ago he had hoped to put those troubles behind him. Attorney General Merrick Garland.
3: Mr. Weiss has authority to pursue this case. He's the supervisor of this case. And at the end of the case, because he's now a special counsel, he will have to provide a report which will explain his prosecutorial and investigative decisions.
2: Biden, who appeared during a 25-minute hearing, pleaded not guilty to three felony charges related to his 2018 purchase of a handgun. At least 21 people have been killed and 18 injured in a fiery bus crash in a borough of Venice, Italy, across the lagoon from its historic center where firefighters and other emergency responders worked into the night trying to extract bodies and extinguished the flames the bus was carrying foreign tourists including ukrainians when it fell from an elevated street if your phone tv or radio makes an alarming sound around 2 20 p.m eastern time this afternoon don't freak out it's only a test fema and the fcc are set to test the national public alert and warning system the test is designed to make sure the government can get important messages to everyone in emergency situations a law passed in 2015 requires fema to conduct a nationwide test every three years if
1: you don't want to hear it, you have to turn your phone completely off yep airplane mode doesn't work lowering the volume doesn't work did you know traditional bed sheets harbor as much bacteria as a toilet seat the germs in your sheets can cause acne, allergies, stuffy noses, and other gross ailments. Fears, though, that you can put to bed with Miracle-Made bed sheets. Miracle-Made uses silver infused fabrics inspired by NASA that are thermoregulating to keep you at a perfect temperature all night. Miracle-Made is self-cleaning, self-cooling, luxurious, eco-friendly bedding designed to protect your skin for more restorative rest. My wife and I love them. Now, my listeners can have a clean night's sleep while saving over 40% and sleep cool all summer and warm all winter. The website, TryMiracle.com slash Gordon. Claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% at checkout. Miracle-Made products are backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Again, the website, TryMiracle.com slash Gordon. TryMiracle.com slash Gordon to save big. You can sleep cool, comfy, and clean. Miracle-Made bedding, NASA-inspired for out-of-this-world comfort. Sleep clean with Miracle. Thanks for being with us. From climate change to fewer flights taking off, aviation experts are sharing why it's been a hellish year of travel. Monica Humphreys, travel reporter at Insider, says it's not going to get better anytime soon. Monica, start with the pilot shortage.
4: I think it's ultimately a result of of the pandemic and of 2020. Um, We watched airlines give pilots the opportunity, voluntary buyouts, early retirements, um, trainings were on a pause. And then the result three years later has been, we don't have enough pilots to fly the planes. Um, and so it's kind of just been this, this ultimate decision of how do we retain pilots? Um, can we push back retirement ages? Can we, um, train at faster rates? How do we get enough pilots to meet, meet the demand of the travelers we have right now?
1: Yeah. All right. So the simpleton in me says, okay, go hire more pilots. (laughs) I, I know it's not, I know it's not that simple.
4: Yeah, it's unfortunately not. Um, I, I think pilots really it involves so much training um, and so much behind the scenes work that I think maybe the everyday person or the everyday traveler isn't aware of. Um, so fill to fill the gap that we have now, um, the trainings are gonna take years. Um, and so it's, it's not something that can just be solved overnight with a simple job there, unfortunately.
1: Something else that stood out to me uh, that surprised me, you said current workers in the airline industry are not happy.
4: Yeah, yeah. so that's been another major issue um, experts pointed to. So we've seen, especially in Europe, uh, but also in the US, just um, everybody from flight attendants to pilots to air traffic controllers, um, really standing up for their working conditions and really pushing for higher wages. Um, and the result of a lot of, of that, the action has been strikes and, and when strikes are gonna happen, it's gonna impact the travelers, it's gonna impact the business. Um, and so the result is canceled flights. The result are delayed flights. Um, and so we've been, just been seeing—I um, believe it was—I mean, thousands of, of flights and, and train rides too are included in this. But um, just thousands of travelers have been impacted by by these strikes around the world.
1: Mm. We're speaking with Monica Humphreys, travel reporter at Insider. Her piece is called "Flying is a Nightmare and It Won't Get Better Anytime Soon." So there's not enough pilots uh airline workers in general are not happy passengers don't know how to behave anymore what a combination and on top of that there's just uh nobody seemed to be ready for travel demand exploding the way it has
4: yeah so ultimately kind of the fix that airlines have have found is flying fewer planes to meet, but flying bigger planes Um, so we have this shortage of people so we don't have pilots To fly the planes we don't have air traffic controllers to direct the planes and then when planes are broken we don't have mechanics to fix them Um, but meanwhile we have nearly as many people traveling as we did in 2019 Um, and so ultimately the solutions a lot of airlines have turned to is flying fewer planes but flying larger planes Um, and we're packing planes we're packing these large planes but it's also impacting travelers. Um, So they don't have as many options. They don't have options to these smaller domestic locations. They don't have as many flight times or days available to choose their flights. Um, And then also when something goes wrong, um, it's a lot harder to fix.
1: Thanks, Monica. Monica Humphreys, travel reporter at Insider. One thing we all have in common is a need to feed. If you're like me, you love to eat and want to eat right without much pre-planning and shopping. Enter HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Kickstart a fresh fall with HelloFresh handling all the meal planning and shopping. They do the work, you take a bow. Plus, HelloFresh is more than just dinners. There's breakfast, quick lunches, fresh snacks. Tasty, time-saving, and delivered to your front door. HelloFresh's convenience, variety, and quality keep me eating right all day and night. Right now, save from the start. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Gordon and use code 50Gordon for 50% off plus 15% off the next two months. HelloFresh's menu offers 40 recipes and over 100 add-ons. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Gordon and use code 50Gordon for 50% off plus 15% off the next two months. Say goodbye to Boring Meal Plans and HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh.com slash 50Gordon. The news without the nonsense. You're listening to America's First News, this morning with Gordon Deal. Thanks for spending time with us and welcome into Wednesday, October 4. Gordon Deal, Jennifer kashenka some of our top stories and headlines. Kevin McCarthy ousted as House Speaker and then lawmakers went home until next week. The Dow Industrials have given up their gains for the year. Wall Street Journal says Netflix will raise prices again once the Hollywood actors' strike is over. The United Auto Workers are likely to expand their strike again Friday. Four wild card games kicked off baseball's playoffs. Voting for Fat Bear Week begins today. And the new court advocate in Michigan who likes being patted on the head. That story in about 20 minutes. This portion of the program is brought to you by Dell. Now your ideas don't have to wait. Dell Technologies and Intel are pushing what technology can do, so great ideas can happen right now. Find out how to bring your ideas to life at dell.com slash welcome to now. The White House is carefully monitoring the campaign to replace House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, but is thus far staying out of the fight within the Republican caucus. Insight from Christian Daytok, White House reporter at the Washington Examiner. Christian, what are you hearing?
5: Well, we heard from Pamela Jayapal, Elon Omar, other members uh, of the Progressive Caucus, and they're saying, look, Kevin McCarthy can't be trusted. And then again, McCarthy told reporters earlier on Tuesday, he's not willing to make any concessions to get those Democrats to help him stay in the speakership. So it's a combination of two things. One, the Democrats Genuinely not believing that Kevin McCarthy will continue to help the president's agenda move forward and B, uh, Kevin McCarthy sort of saying I've kind of had it up to here with all of these people Republicans and Democrats. Let's have this vote. I'm not going to bend over and we'll see how the cards fall.
1: How do national Democrats see all this this whole situation?
5: Well, all the campaign staffers and DNC officials that I've talked to are, are watching this uh, as they grab their popcorn. They're very happy about the situation because they say this sort of just undermines the chaos that is the Republican Party heading into an election year. They think it will help not only President Biden's re-election chances, but also down ballot Democrats, despite the fact that Republicans have a significant edge when it comes to polling on the economy. And I talked to one senior DNC official yesterday and he uh, used a word that I can't say over the radio waves. But he just said, basically, this is a big part of the argument that they're trying to make to voters. And it seems like they get more ammo from Republicans themselves every single day.
1: Mm. He didn't say clown show. He said some other sort of show.
5: That's that's correct. A four letter word that I I won't say.
1: (laughs) We're speaking with Christian Daytok. If you're the White House, uh, is there a concern that perhaps somebody less willing to work with you could be installed as Speaker of the House?
5: There is sort of a bubbling concern at the the back of everyone's mind at the White House, just, but just based on how procedurally this will go, we don't expect someone like Matt Gates or Marjorie Taylor Greene to become the next speakership, even though they might have support of the Freedom Caucus and those far-right Republicans who are pushing McCarthy out. That's because, again, they would need to secure a majority of the vote. Uh, There's roughly 218 votes up for grabs. I do think that is sort of a hypothetical concern, but one that isn't necessarily going to play out in practicality, having a more conservative speaker than Kevin McCarthy.
1: Does the White House feel that uh, Congressman Gates from Florida is just trying to attract attention because he might run for governor there? I think a
5: lot of people view that as sort of Gates's real M.O., whether it be running for governor, running for Senate, uh, getting his own cable news TV show. Uh, They think this is a publicity show, but it's one that they're willing to exploit. Because again, for weeks now, as we've been coming up on the government shutdown deadline, uh, they've said that the Republican caucus is unable to govern. Uh, They can't even get their members in line. How can they be charged with taking care of uh, the, the debt? or the better interests of the American public so they do think that uh, gets is not doing this specifically out of the goodness of his heart but again that's something that they're happy to see and happy to exploit heading into an election year meantime
1: we've got November 17th on the calendar as when this next phase of government funding runs out what could happen given the chaos for house republicans
5: all business will be put aside until a new speaker is selected. And if we look back to the beginning of this Congress, remember it took 15 votes for McCarthy to secure the gavel. I would expect it to take days, if not weeks, uh, for this process to play out. There are some people out there who believe some moderate Republicans might jump sides and vote for leader Jeffries to take the gavel. That would be unprecedented in this day and age. But again, until a speaker is selected, the business of funding the government will not take place. The bill that the president wants to see to supplement Ukraine aid, that will not come to the floor. So business will come to a grinding halt until we know who's going to be leading this Congress moving forward.
1: There's a wow. Say that again. There's an outside shot, regardless of how small it might be, that Hakeem Jeffries, the House minority
5: leader, could be elected as speaker. We're talking hypotheticals right now, but that is a real possibility. I think there's a number of Republicans who are angry at Matt Gates in the same way uh, that a lot of people out there who are worried about whether they're going to receive federal aid or federal workers who might be furloughed should you know, the government shut down. Uh, they might say, hey, I've been a Republican my entire life, but the Democrats are the ones trying to keep the lights on.
1: Thanks, Christian. Christian Daytalk, White House reporter at the Washington Examiner.
0: Today's Mic Drop is brought to you by Dell. For your small business needs, call a Dell Technologies advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. Thanks for spending time with us. Welcome into Wednesday. Time
1: now for the Mic Drop with this morning's Mike Gavin.
0: Good morning. Well, even the crankiest among us can admit that technology has made it a lot easier to do certain things, such as quickly looking up answers to things or trying to get somewhere without directions. That said, we can also remember a time when these things things weren't possible, and that it's nothing short of mind-blowing for some of the younger generation. Take, for example, a comic named Sarah Adelman, who posted a now viral TikTok video asking how we survived in, in the days before the internet.
2: did you do before you could look something up? Like, if you saw someone and you were like, oh, they remind me of that actor, what was that, what's his name? Like, and you couldn't, and none of your friends knew, would you go to a library? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, the library <laughs> is filled with people looking up actors. Sarah also couldn't comprehend how we navigated the roads in the days before Google Maps. Sarah posted the clip in the hopes that older people would chime in to help her with her genuine questions. And many of the 3 million people who watched it did just that. One user joked that the name of the actor you couldn't think of would come to you three weeks later while you were eating a bowl of cereal. Others admitted that this is why Gen X is just now finding out about wrong song lyrics they've been singing for 30 years. And as far as getting around, Commenters introduce Sarah to the concept of folding paper maps. Yeah.
1: It took me a long time to discover that this um, uh, is it The Edge of 17 by Stevie Nicks. Yes. It's just like the white winged dove. I used to think it was just like the one winged dove. Right. <laughs> yes. And I used to wonder, whatever happened to that poor dove that uh, lost the right. wing? Yeah, yeah. And then it was uh, what Van Halen uh, with the song Panama, mm-hmm. I thought it was animal.
0: I thought that for the longest so, time too.
1: And then I was corrected and told it was cannonball. So I had it wrong <laughs> twice for years. But you had like this
0: yeah. you went through this too. Yeah, I told you I, I worked in a record store and people would come in and you know sing lyrics to me <laughs> and you know in the hopes that I knew the song and could, you know, find the the C D for them on the on the rack.
1: And how were you at that? Decent. That was yeah. like name your tune, but like yeah. DIY style. Back
0: in those days I could do that. These yeah. days not so much. No. But back in okay. those days I was pretty sharp with this that. That's good work by you. You get tips for that? <laughs> uh yeah, unfortunately no. Yeah. So of the gig. Mm. And uh, here's another way society has benefited from technology. We can watch high-resolution video of bears breaking into our houses, and this one is a repeat offender. You might remember a few weeks ago we told you the story of Tripod, the three-legged bear who made headlines after raiding a Florida fridge and helping himself to three white claws. Apparently feeling hungry or thirsty, Tripod was spotted again at a different home in the same area, using his jaws to open the outdoor refrigerator behind the back porch bar. This time did not appear to find anything to his liking as he appeared to wander off without taking anything. It's like a White Claw snob now. I guess so, yeah. Yeah, if you don't have his particular flavor, yeah. you know, you don't have like the mango or the no. watermelon or whatever
1: he's looking for, he's he's out. You got that like Leinenkugel summer shandy in there? <laughs> not enough. Yeah. Guy's holding out for White Claws. Yeah. Tripod. <laughs>
0: exactly. Well, you know, he's, try, he's trying to watch his calories, yeah, yeah.
1: obviously. <laughs> wouldn't think so this time of year. Uh, He'd be true. bulking up, right? Yeah, he should be. Man. Thanks, Mike. Now your ideas don't have to wait. Now they have everything they need to come to life. Dell Technologies and Intel are creating technology that loves ideas, loves expanding your business, evolving your passions. We push what technology can do so great ideas can happen right now. Find out how to bring your ideas to life at dell.com welcome to now. That's dell.com welcome to now. Thanks for spending time with us. What's the secret to longevity? If you said genes, wealth, or a high IQ, you're partially correct. And yes, healthy habits and environmental factors play a critical role. But there's an even greater predictor of health and happiness in later life, the quality of of your relationships. The Harvard study of adult development began in 1938. MarketWatch says the study found that having close relationships is the best predictor of longevity and helps delay mental and physical decline for retirees who have drifted apart from family members. Reconciliation has its benefits. There can of course be joy in reestablishing a severed relationship. In addition to it, boosting your odds of living longer, Lucy Blake, senior lecturer in psychology at the University of the West of England, cites two characteristics of these solid relationships. They are relatively conflict-free, and there's a long-standing affection that both parties share. Eight minutes now in front of the hour on This Morning. Once again, here's Jennifer Koschenko. And now, the three big things
0: you need to know. Number one. The
2: Republican Party still reeling from the sudden ouster of Kevin McCarthy is now rushing to find a new leader that could unite a fractured conference and be elected speaker as soon as next week. After a chaotic day of voting toppled McCarthy, Speaker pro tempore Patrick McHenry of North Carolina, running the House temporarily, closed the chamber to give colleagues time to find their next leader. McCarthy says it won't be him. I will not run for speaker again. I'll have the conference pick somebody else. McCarthy was removed in a 216 to 210 vote from his post after nine months of fighting with hard right conservative wings of his party.
1: Number two. Five
2: people were wounded in a shooting last night on the campus of Morgan State University in Baltimore. Campus police on patrol heard gunfire around 9.25 p.m. and found multiple victims shot. The five, four men and one woman who range in age from 18 to 22, were hospitalized with non-life-threatening injuries. Baltimore Mayor Brandon Scott.
5: We have to stop saying not one more. We need action now. There are things that can be done, particularly at the level of Congress, that could help stop the next shooting on a campus, at a church, at a supermarket, from happening.
2: Officials did not provide information about the number of potential shooters or whether gunfire occurred except to say it happened outside.
5: Number three.
2: An 11-year-old boy has been arrested after shooting a pair of 13-year-olds after an altercation at a football practice in Central Florida. Police say after a physical fight, the child retrieved a gun from his mother's car and fired a single shot. Both victims were stable after being hit by the same bullet popka Police Chief Mike McKinley. We shouldn't have 11-year-olds that have access to guns and think that they can resolve a dispute with a firearm. It's not clear what led to the initial altercation which occurred during a Pop Warner football practice. Workers' wariness of artificial intelligence is merited. Morgan Stanley says the technology which already affects a quarter of the jobs on the market with an economic impact of $2.1 trillion is expected to soar to $4.1 trillion, impacting 44% of labor over the next few years. Morgan says the rise of generative AI will automate tasks, revolutionize the way companies accumulate and analyze data, and radically change tasks. Now
1: we are on notice. Thank you, Jen. The Wayne County Prosecutor's Office in Michigan has announced the arrival of its newest staff member, a black Labrador and golden retriever, Mix, who's working as a canine court advocate. Her name is Jellybean, and she was adopted this past winter by Mark Hindelang, the Chief Information and Technology Officer at the Prosecutor's Office, and became certified as a canine advocate in April. Jellybean had to undergo six weeks of training to acquire specific skills to become part of the Canine Advocacy Program, which is managed by CareHouse of Oakland County, Michigan. Jelly Bean is putting victims and witnesses, both children and adults, at ease. A Michigan statute allows the dog to be present in court for children under 16. A press release says Jelly Bean has not yet been involved in a trial, but has been present for many pre-trial interviews with child victims, adult victims of sexual assault, victims of domestic violence. Jelly Bean continues to undergo training twice a week. That'll do it for this hour. For Jennifer Koshenka and Mike Gavin, I'm Gordon Deal. Thanks for listening to This Morning, America's First News.